Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. It's been probably over a month or three to four weeks since the last time I was here, but I was just focused on so much. I moved to a new city, I literally started a new chapter here and it's going so well and I've been sick in the last couple of days, maybe you can hear it in my voice, I hope it's not a problem because I just had to record today's episode, it's just so important, but yeah, a lot has been happening lately and honestly I can safely say that now I'm living the life I was only dreaming about a year ago and most importantly I am acting as the person I wanted to be one year ago, which back then was my future self. And if you're into manifestation, you know pretty well that one of the most important things you got to do is find all the practices that just make you be your future self in the now, before that reality has actually happened. And then once the reality comes, with all the changes you've been manifesting, Your nervous system is usually already regulated for it. You can handle it. You can maintain those changes energetically. And it's just a beautiful balance. So today I want to talk about something that I actually meant to share like a month ago, but I just didn't get to it. It's still super valuable though and evergreen information. So it doesn't matter when I share an episode about it. It's about ranking an AI post on the first page of Google in just four days. I decided to share more strategic processes here on the podcast, and this is what they will look like. I'll share results I've had, the strategies I implemented, why I did it, and hopefully you can do the same or something similar in your business and get traffic to your blog, more customers, or whatever it is that your final goal is. Let's first discuss AI content for bloggers. I know many of you are skeptical about it, but it's usually because you haven't done your research, you haven't heard from other expert bloggers, and you haven't actually given it a chance. Because the case with me is that, yes, I was also skeptical and I stayed away from it for a long time, but then I started hearing everyone in the industry saying positive things about it, using it to create content for their blogs, starting niche sites, specifically so they can create a lot of content using AI and it was giving them results. No one knows how long that can continue because pretty soon most of the websites online might be AI generated but that doesn't mean yours can't be quality. Maybe the most important thing you gotta know is that now Google takes it seriously since its recent update and it gives it a higher chance of ranking than before. But I know that it's hard to believe it before you actually see results. So that's why I'm here today to inspire you to give it a try and keep working on ranking your content. I said some time ago that I only create content using ChatGPT for one of my niche sites and not for Let's Read Success, my main blog. But things have changed. Literally, the industry changed in a few months since last year. The most important thing was that Google algorithm update I mentioned, where the biggest search engine online treats AI-generated content in the same way that it does content created by humans. And the simple argument for that is that both can be quality and both can be crappy. 
Many blogs started by people are for the sole purpose of making money, promoting something, not giving value, and just it's not what the internet needs more of. There is plenty of that. And in the same way, it's possible that you use AI to help you out with your content, you edit it in a way that you add your personal touch, you connect with your audience, and you can literally create the most valuable blog ever. So why should we rule this out when there's so many opportunities? The biggest benefits are that it saves us time, it can do research much better than us and much faster, and just we can use it in so many different ways. So I started using it for Let's Read Success just to come up with blog post titles, to create a draft for an article, to create a list of ideas, or anything else, or to add a separate section to an article, like an FAQ section, because ChatGPT is really good at that, and just little ways in which I can upgrade my content or generate new articles. But eventually I started creating whole articles, and I can edit them a lot or a bit, depending on how much I want to change. But the thing is, Let's Read Success is a big website. It covers many topics. I don't have a team of writers, and now ChatGPT is finally allowing me to produce more content in no time, not just less time, but no time, and feel like I have a team of writers, but without paying anyone. And the end result is the same. At this point, even if I make just a few changes to the post and I use a tool that detects AI-generated content, it can't really detect it. And I'm not trying to deceive anyone, I'm not hiding the fact that it's created with ChatGPT, the goal is different, the goal is to rank the content, get people to the page so they can subscribe to my list or read more articles eventually so they can trust me and like me and just become a loyal reader. The key reasons why I will stick to it is that the end result is quality and it's actually better than if I would have written it myself. Especially for things like, well, I just created a post on 100 blog post ideas or 50 tips for beginner bloggers or 50 blog name ideas and stuff like that. It's gonna take me hours and hours to come up with these. And the list is not gonna be that good. But ChatGPT can do it in one minute and it gives you original content. Of course, it really helped me that all the people in the industry are positive about it now. I see them using it on their blog. I also noticed other big blogs that I was following that their content sounds more like it's AI generated. Nothing bad about that, just now I can recognize it, now that I'm more familiar with ChatGPT. And it's just becoming the norm in the industry, you know? And I can even say that if you're not doing it, you might be left behind. This is not to say that there is any pressure involved or you need to keep up. No, if you can produce enough original content for your blog, great. You don't need to write and publish more than one post weekly. That's totally fine. But here we're talking about the specific blogging goals of actually growing your traffic quickly, monetizing it, and just growing your business and running a bigger site, not a small blog. If that's your goal, then ChatGPT can become your best friend. I'm talking more and more about that inside our membership for bloggers, Blogger Playground. And this is actually where I first shared the results of me ranking articles created with ChatGPT. Members also asked questions, I answered them, because that's what we do there. 
we start topics, we discuss, we engage with each other. And based on their questions, I'm now going to create some posts about it and hopefully trainings in the future. It's just a big topic. It's one of the main topics I'll be covering there together with SEO, Pinterest, content marketing, blog traffic, and so on. So if it's something you want to learn more about, or if you want to get direct access to me and ask all the questions, or share your results in the membership and get feedback, you can check it out. You can just join for a month, there is nothing to lose, and see if it's for you. The link is in the show notes. Now let me talk about the articles that I managed to rank in such a short time. I hope this can be proof that this could work for you too, that search engines have nothing against AI-generated content, as long as it's quality, unique, which it usually is, and as long as it's part of a well-optimized blog, because it's not just about that single page, it's about all the other pages on your site, how they're interlinked, also about the external links, and every single element that is part of your blogging strategy. So, on December 29th, I published an article on Let's Read Success, titled 100 Journal Prompts for the New Year, 2024 Journal Ideas. So it's like two titles in one. And in just four days, it was already on the first page of Google. A week later, it was on position number 15. It also ranked on the first page for the terms Journal Prompts for the New Year and 2024 Journal Ideas. The timing was also good because that's exactly when people interested in that topic would search for it. And the fact that it ranked for many versions of the main keyword phrase is great. I got a total of over 1300 page views to the site over the course of two or three weeks. Now it's been some time, so I'm not tracking it anymore. I don't think it's getting that much traffic anymore, but I'm talking about back then. I'm going to include the link to it in the show notes so you can open the page and just study it. And I'm definitely going to update this post every year so I can give it another chance to rank better. The way I use ChatGPT in that case is to first create the journal prompts. They're in different categories. Then I ask ChatGPT to create the introduction and then the conclusion. Also a small section at the end on how to use the New Year journal prompts. I optimize the article very well by including the main keyword phrase, synonyms, adding internal and external links, adding a Pinterest image, a featured image, linking to it from other posts. Once I publish a post, I go to Google Search Console and on top you can just paste a URL from your website and it shows you whether it's indexed or not yet or if there is an error and it's not currently indexed. And in any case, you can just click a button there so that Google can crawl it again and give it a better chance of ranking. But I do this for every new post on my site because this way it really can index the page in just a few hours. Otherwise, it can take a day or I don't know, even two. And just the sooner it's out there in the search results, the sooner you start ranking it. I'm looking at my analytics now and on January 1st, I got nearly 300 clicks on the article from search engines, which is awesome. Many other days, it got between 50 to 100 clicks. The same thing happened with another article I published earlier that month, which contained a list of journal prompts for January. I published it on January 3rd, which is technically a bit late, but that's fine, just that's when I came up with the idea. And by January 15th, it was ranking on the seventh spot for the keyword phrase January journal prompts, which is the main keyword I targeted. 
As you can guess, there is one month of the year for this type of content to go viral and that's January. So for the rest of the month, I did my best to increase the article's chance of ranking and so it can do better on Pinterest by sharing different pins targeted related keyword phrases such as January journaling ideas, January journal prompts and so on. Was the takeaway? These two examples show us a few important things. AI content can run quickly and it can run well. A seasonal content topic plus SEO is a great combination. And the January Journal Prompts article didn't even get the attention it deserved on Pinterest, so this is just the result with search engines. But it could also have a viral effect on Pinterest, and that will lead to many more page views and Google boosting the post in the search results even more, and that creates the viral effect. And you can get traffic to it for months, or for a whole year, or every year during that month. What's best is to publish articles like that one, two, or even three months in advance, to pin them a lot, to give them the chance to rank in search engines, and to answer the needs of the people who search for these topics in advance, because not many do it in the last moment, you know? But in this case, it was just a last-minute idea for me, so I just went for it. And I'm definitely going to be creating more similar articles with journaling prompts. One for each month of the year, but also more general ones, such as journaling ideas on a specific topic or for an occasion. They're going to be optimized for keywords and can do well both in search engines and on Pinterest. In fact, I already did one with journal prompts for February and one for March. And it doesn't mean each of them will go viral or will get any traction, but that's a good thing about blog content. In the next year, or a few months from now, for some reason, if it's a more general article, it can go viral, and it can get the attention it deserves. You can't just publish an article and let it stay in your archives. No, you gotta go back to it, update it, republish it, share it on Pinterest over and over again, Maybe sometimes add more content to it or update a section. Because Google loves fresh content, and that doesn't necessarily mean newly published content. Same goes for Pinterest. That's why I say the ideal blog traffic formula is SEO plus Pinterest. Okay, I'm curious what you think about all that. I showed you how AI-generated content can work, how it can still provide value and satisfy the user intent, which is what Google cares about the most. That means I create content relevant to the questions people ask in search engines or the topics they search for and I give them exactly what they need, which is my job as a blogger, right? If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me about it. I would love to discuss that topic further. You can check out the article with the New Year journal prompts if you want to study it, just see how I optimized it and use it as a reference for your content. And... I would love for you to join us inside the membership, inside Blogger Playground, because a lot is happening there. Earlier this month, I published my January income report. Many blog metrics were up and I shared plenty of screenshots with members. This time I also added an accomplishment section to talk about the ways in which I got out of my comfort zone and the things I want to celebrate. As we so often skip that part in business and focus on what we haven't achieved yet. But in a nutshell, I hit a nice milestone for the blog traffic of Let's Read Success, my monthly ad revenue, the traffic of my niche site, 
and also its Pinterest account, which is doing very well due to a few viral pins. I also shared some personal updates and my goals for February, because there is just so much growth happening right now. I really think it turned out to be a motivational and strategic piece of content. Also, I created a whole new section inside the membership last week. It's called Collaborations, and it was inspired by my chat with one of the members who was looking for bloggers to feature. Now, there is a section inside the membership where you can ask others to be featured on your site or include them in a roundup post, invite them to your podcast or to publish a guest post or do a guest post exchange or any other form of collaboration that you can think of. I will also be posting there occasionally with some nice opportunities for members. Now I just finalized a video training in which I share all about two collaborations I did with brands back in December. I take you behind the scenes and in my email box, literally, where all the negotiations happened. I show you what the brands were, how they approached me, how we negotiated the terms, what they paid me and the content I created for them. So if you ever wondered how sponsored blogging actually works, this 30-minute video will answer many of your questions. I'm actually going to publish it later today when I edit and publish this podcast episode. And just inside the membership, whenever you have questions, you can leave comments on posts, you can post yourself in the open topics or chat with me directly via the chat box in your member dashboard. And this is who I am now. I run a membership for bloggers that is slowly growing and I couldn't be happier. The way I feel about my business now is exactly what I dreamed about a year ago. Also, this is the first product I'm co-creating with you guys. Members give me feedback and inspire me to create new sections, to start new topics, or to add different interactive elements, because it's a community after all. Also, I've never revealed it all in my business before, and now I do it for the people inside Blogger Playground. Two weeks ago, I published a post showing the daily traffic of Let's Read Success and the top posts and pages. Another post is coming this month on how to create blog content with ChatGPT. As you saw, I do that, I make it quality and authentic, I rank it high in a short period of time, so I have a lot to say about AI already and members requested that topic. And yeah, I can continue talking about it for hours, but I'll leave you with that. If you're curious what's happening there and you'd like to check it out, the link is in the show notes. I want you to know that I see myself not just as the founder of the membership, but also as one of the members. I share my wins there and start discussions, and it brings me an extra layer of humility in my business. I've said it before that there is no place for ego in business, and last year I worked on that a lot. So I will leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, go to letsreadsuccess.com courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again, and I'll see you next time.